have a caller um, that's on my panel, Pastor Josephine um, Duru. All right, you're on the air. Woman of God. Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead.
we can be left the work today. Come on, Jesus Christ has died. He has he has conquered sin. He has conquered Satan. He has conquered them two thousand years ago. He free from all kinds of slavery which you have found yourself today. We are glad must kill this demon of death that that is invented in us. We must kill the demon of death that has that has no race against us, not loving each other, not welcoming each other, not caring each other. This is one of the things this uh, will admit later has come to do amongst we blacks. You know, for God has given us his blood that we may be saved from all kinds of these situations that we have find ourselves today. Whether you are a black or white, we are all human beings. I must be treated of God. I must be treated with fear and love. I must be treated, you know, with love. When we come together, unite ourselves together, we can be able to fight against this demon that has come among us, that has taken over us, that has influenced us, that has made us to, you know, look like less human when God has given us everything that we we need. Now see in the book of Romans chapter Romans chapter twelve verse two the flesh says and be not conformed to this world but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perform and perfect will of God? Praise God. So your transformation starts from your heart. Your transformation starts from your mind. Wherever you give yourself time to, may start taking over your mind, your spirit. Before you could know it, you start acting towards that way. So I want you to know that the repression you need is in God. And behind every every element, behind every situation, there is a price to pay. And that price Jesus has paid by giving us his blood. So let us be delivered from every kind of demonic slavery that we have found ourselves in. Let us come together as one. Let us come together as one and join us together to fight this demon that has, you know, that has taken over the world today. That has made the blast look like this in the eyes of the wife. The Lord has given us everything we need. So with unity, we will go far. With unity and love, we will conquer. The blood of Jesus Christ is still speaking for mercy and for peace for us today. Never you be afraid because this battle is not ours. The Lord is saying this battle is for him. And he has come to fight this battle for us. So from today, I encourage you, I encourage you, sisters, brothers, wherever you are hearing my voice now, I encourage you, you know, to, to seek the faith of God. I encourage you to come closer to God. Because when you come closer to God, as I receive the Bible, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, you will understand what I am telling you today. Time has passed when you will say that oh, this people country, uh, they are holding them in bondage, this and that, they are serving things and serving the other gods. But we are in the era of mental slavery, where our, our brain you know, has been totally 
drop down. We we have we have been you know demoralized. Make us to, to, to feel like less human. We are human beings. God values us so much. God loves us so much. God created us and has given us everything we need in this year of us. So we are God's creation. We are not just us. Let us come together. Let us love ourselves. Let us build our homes again. Let us show love. And with that, we will overcome. We will overcome the demon within this secret. It is love. Coming together in love that we will use to conquer this power. Thank you so much for listening to me. I pray for you today, wherever you are, under the sound of my voice, that the Lord shall touch you. The Lord will renew your mind. Your heart will be transformed. God will deliver you from every kind of mental slavery that you have found yourself into. I command the deliverance power of God. The God has with you in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord talk with you. May the Lord talk with you. May the Lord renew you. May He renew your spirit. May He renew your mind. May He renew everything about you that needs to be renewed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Do not be afraid again. Do not feel less again. You are somebody. You are somebody peculiar in the hands of the Lord. Excuse me. Um, I'm, I'm, one minute, I have a quick question I want to ask you, okay? Okay. I want to know, um, that's good. You touched about, you touched on the, uh, Willie Lynch, um, mentality, but what about the colonized mentality? Do you want to say anything about that? That's, you know, like, um, continental Africans or native Africans that was not enslaved, but, um, have the mindset thinking that, Going to uh, the West, like Canada, Europe, or the United States, is you know equivalent to going to heaven. And also, uh, with the colonized mindset, you know, uh, a lot of um, I would say Native Africans they're starting to dress like the West. You know, they don't wear their um, traditional dress codes anymore. So, do you have any specific, uh, you know, uh, opinion about that? Alright, yeah, I'm going to say something about that. Thank you so much for this wonderful question. Um, about the colonized, because uh, talking about people today, you know, they have really uh, rejected so many things they see on television, thinking that, you know, this is the way of life. So what I am telling every one of us today is that let us come home. Let us come home. Let us get the mentality that God has given to us. Because the life that so many of us are living today are borrowed mentality. That is not just our original. You see, you see so many, you know, blacks, they think that resting half naked is the way of life. Because uh, this is what they have already watched, even for television, newspaper, and this and that, you know. See them, they start living by it, they start acting by it. That is also the every mentality that I am talking about. So let us just come back, you know, to our normal behavior that God has given to us, and also using the Bible as as our guide. Let us, you know, break distance. Let us break distance. Let us not stop living a life that is not worthy. Of emulation, we can we can build our own country. We can build our own country, our African country. We can build it and make it a better place. We can live a life that is worth of emulation and make it a better place. Then let those white start learning from us. We can do better. To tell you today that you are not a slave. God has not made you a slave. Stop feeling less. If you look, twenty complex as you know, keep so many minds today 
that has been made to feel less that they cannot become this or they cannot become that. You can become this. What you need to do is to give yourself time, discover the area that God has really called you to serve. So that, and you, you have to start looking at the people, you know, positive people, positive mindset people that are already there. You have the guidelines on how and where to put it. And the Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, we have um, Reverend Reverend Miriam from Zambia. Okay, you you're on the air. All right. Um, thank you so much, man of God. I say good evening, good morning, good afternoon to everyone joining us today. Yeah, I believe and I know God will do something new in our lives. I believe and I know there's something great that God is about to do. Amen. Um, I'm Reverend Miriam, just like the, the man of God said. I'm based here in Kawe, Zambia. The name of my ministry, it is Arena of Evidence Church. Yeah. So it is my prayer for you that even as you are listening to me, there's something new, there's something great that God shall do in your life in the name of Jesus. I believe and I know that you are not hearing me by accident. There's just something great that God has planned and prepared for you. It is my prayer for you that this word shall have impact in your life. It is my prayer for you that this word shall have effect in your life in the name of Jesus. I might not know your situation. I might not know your problem. But one thing that I know, one thing that I believe is that God is big. God is a better carrier. I believe and I know there is nothing that is too hard for God. Thank you, Jesus. So wherever you are, I just want you to begin to worship God. Just begin to worship God in your language. Begin to worship Him wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, we say thank you for today. We honor your holy name in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we honor you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we pray. Let your name be exalted. Let your name be lifted up above all in the name of Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we believe and we know you are the way maker. Lord, we believe and we know you are the mountain mover. Lord, we pray. Let your name be honored. Let your name be exalted. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, I pray let this word have effect in our lives. Lord, I pray let this word transform our lives. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I might not know the pattern of your children, but Father, I believe and I know that Distance is not a barrier in the ring of the spirit. Anyone connected to this grace, anyone listening to the sound of my voice, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. May God touch your life. May God transform your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord, we say thank you. We honor your holy name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Uh, I just want to say thank you to the man of God. Uh, uh, man of God, thank you so much for having me here. Thank you so much even to those that are joining us tonight. I believe and I know tonight it is a different night. Today it is a different day. There's something new. There's something great that God is about to do in our lives. In the name of Jesus, without wasting much of your time, I just want us to go in the book of Judges, chapter number 11. Let's go to the book of Judges, chapter number 11. Let's go to the book of Judges, chapter number 11. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Yahweh. Lord, we pray. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. 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 We magnify your holy name, Lord. We magnify you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, there's none like you. Lord, there's none like you. In the name of Jesus, let your name be forever 
exalted. Let your name be forever lifted. Let your name be forever honored. Thank you, Jesus. Judges chapter number 11. Let's start reading from verse 1. Judges chapter number 11. Let's start reading from verse 1. Judges chapter number 11. Let's reading from verse 1. My Bible says, Now Jephthah the Gilethite was a mighty man of valor, but he was a son of a harlot. In other versions, the Bible says, but he was a son of a prostitute. And Gilead begot Jephthah. Gilead's wife bore sons, and when his wife's sons grew up, they drove Jephthah out and said to him, You shall have no inheritance in our father's house, for you are the son of another woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brothers, and they dwelt in the land of Tob. And worthless men bounded together with Jephthah and went out riding with him. It came to pass after a time that people of Ammon made war against Israel. And so it was when the people of Ammon made war against Israel that the elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah from Tob. To them they said to Jephthah, Come and be our commander. I pray for you as long as you are listening to the sound of my voice. Anyone who has rejected you, they are about to remember you. I pray for you. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. The places you are despised the most are the places where you shall be raised in the name of Jesus. Now the power says, then they said to Jephthah, come and be our commander. I might not know the fire you are going through, but as long as you are listening to the sound of my voice, in that fire you are coming out with the promotion in the name of Jesus. In that affliction, you are coming out with a promotion in the name of Jesus. Let's continue. That we might fight against the people of Anion. So Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Did you not hurt me? And expel me from my father's house. Why have you come to me now when you are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, That is why we have turned again to you now. That you may go with us and fight against the people of Ammon and be the head over all inhabitants, oh my God, of Gilead. So Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, If you take me back home to fight against the people of Ammon, and the Lord delivers them into my hands, shall I be your head? And the elders said to Jephthah, The Lord be our witness between you and us, if we do not and do accordingly to your words. Then Jephthah went with the, with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him the head, and the commander over them, and Jephthah spoke all his words before the Lord in Mazifah. Hallelujah. Amen. Shout of God. I entitle my message, The value is inside of you. The value is inside of you. The value is inside of me. Hallelujah. This is a story that we are reading. It is a story of Jephthah. Jephthah was uh, a firstborn. Hallelujah. The Bible says the father begot Jephthah. Hallelujah. He begot Jephthah. And the mother of Jephthah was a prostitute. Hallelujah. The moment that these children grew up, they despised Jephthah because he was a son of another woman. The Bible describes Jephthah to be being a mighty man of valor. I want you to understand this. When your value is hidden, people cannot see what God has deposited inside of you. I want you to understand this. When your value is hidden, people cannot celebrate what God has put inside of you. I want you to understand this. There's something that is wrapped inside of your value. There's something that is hiding your value. And I pray for you that as long as you're listening to the sound of my voice, your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. 
So what is a value? A value is the usefulness of something. A value is a strength of something. The value is the reason of being there. The value is the reason for your existence. The value is who you are. Hallelujah, child of God. I want you to understand this before a message. There is a mess. I want you to understand this. There is no a testimony minus a test. I want you to understand this. There is no star without a star. So understand this. There was a moment and a time when Jephthah was hidden, yet the value was inside of him. There are times or there are times in life whereby your value is hidden. There's something that God has put inside of you. That's your value. You might even know to say, I am good at this. Okay, God has given me this area. This area is just mine. I am blessed in this area. There's something that God has put inside of you. That's the value that we are talking about tonight. Now listen, child of God, when your value is hidden, you will be despised. When your value is hidden, you will be insulted. When your value is hidden, nobody can celebrate you. Why? There's something that is wrapping your value. There is something that is hiding your value. So there was a time that just as value was hidden. It was inside of him, but it was hidden. They drove him out. Why? Because his value was hidden. But my Bible tells me the moment he went there, he began to mingle with worthless men. Listen to the God, when your value is hidden, the people that you mingle with, the people that you are found with, uh, they, 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 they become worthless. They are worthless men. Why? Because your value is hidden. And it is my prayer for you. As long as you are listening to the sound of my voice, your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Now listen to the God. There are some of you, even at your place, the time that you are growing up, you were despised why your value was hidden. There are some times whereby God would hide your value. So that the moment when he accepts you, there will be nobody who will take the credit for it. There is a time whereby God will begin to separate you. There is a time whereby God will put you in a corner. There is a time whereby God will put you in your in an isolated place just for your value to be seen now. The moment that God is done with you, the moment that God is done working in your life, everyone, everybody shall see the value that you carry. And lot of you can tell me to say, woman of God, my childhood wasn't okay. My upbringing wasn't okay. The way people hated me. Some of you, you can tell me to say, woman of God, at my workplace, there is something terrible that always happens to me. I want you to understand this. Your value is hidden. But I pray for you today in the name of Jesus. Your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, child of God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Now listen to this child of God. What happens when your value is seen? You become promoted. People begin to honor you. you know, there are some of you, you can tell me to say, my younger, my, young, my, younger, my younger ones do not respect me. I want to tell you, your value is cheated. The moment that your value is exposed, the moment that your value is seen, people will begin to celebrate you. People will begin to see your usefulness. And it is my prayer for you that your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. The way Jephthah was promoted, that's how God shall promote you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand this, the greatness of the man. It is not outside of him, but it is inside of you. So I want to tell you, child of God, be careful on how you judge people. Listen to this, child of God. I want you to understand, according to the book of Ecclesiastes, the Bible says, time and it chance happening to them all. Hallelujah. It might not have happened in your time. 
but it is about to happen in God's time. Hallelujah. I don't know who has despised you, but as long as you're listening to the sound of my voice, your value shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many people will judge you according to the way they are seeing you physically. I want you to understand this. God does not judge according to the physical appearance. God is not like a man. So these people, they judge just the same to say, since he is a son of a prostitute, even him, he might be a prostitute. But when God is so excited, so just, he's so a mighty man. Children and the people 
Look at Hector Phillips. Now, I'm seeing how the vision of how can get from them a permanent area where they can learn and stay without this cabinet of the landlords and the rest pays rent and everything. Only a trying to go to give us money. So we can buy a big land and we can use for farming where we can get food to sustain them and they can eat very well. When I heard about the sort of Billy Lynch and how he went to deal with what we call black African slaveries in America and how some footballers were killed. He irritated me and very me to come to the Bible in the book of Psalms 89, verse 14. Psalms 89, verse 14, Lisa, it says, Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go beyond the face. Uh, when people really think they get embedded or capital of colonialism, colonialism really raped people of very many things. They raped the culture of the people, the religion as I've seen in the sort of the village. They brought out their own cultural things. In fact, colonialism really destroyed very many things. And when they allow people to be independent, it's not even independent. They allow the man of people think in colonialism. Whereby most people are still preserving the same. The very inhabitants to their tribes, the original people. Because they left this thing to people in a way which is not good, in a democratic order. It is just by the name. Now in our country, kingdom, it seems as if we are in another colonialism. There are many places in generalized, nobody is caring about. Also, there are classes of the people, those who are down and those who are up, from the class of the rich and the poor. You see, we need to get rights in the present. We maybe we are not given. And when we need when I read the story of Lilich, uh, the story touched me a lot as I struggled and tried to see when things come right. Still, that was it on. And as it is on, it needs a person who should have a heart that my brother Emmanuel is having to bring each other black person where he is, me in any place of diaspora to come up as a part of this work, so that we can come up as a team and follow this genius, all this system, all this spirit of colonialism that is running in a different way than uh, pretending to be uh, democratic. So no democratic, democratic means we do the things of the people and the rule of the people. It's not so. Why am I saying so? When it comes to leadership, you find state people are bribing people. Some are coming, and it is not good. But the book has people to speak their mind, and the people hear them, and through their mind of understanding, and their mind, and they deliver to people. Openly, without fear, people can judge who should I follow or who should, should I, who should I can take his words. But if people are put in what we call non colonialism, it's not so. I see colonialism under capitalism. And capitalists see dangerous. This is what I'm seeing with Agatha Kingdom. People are put in over there. They, they don't think because the mind was not changed from that mind of colonialism to the mind of social democratic or to the mind of freedom, what we call total liberation. 
That's not a liberation. It has been captured. That's why I read that verse in Psalms chapter, in Psalms chapter 89, verse 14. Justice was so done. And the justice was going well with righteousness, with good judgment. The good judgment was so done. Even now, the people who are living are visiting what happened. What gives them in justice, in a second way, only a stop justice. We need justice and righteousness. They go together. We can't make justice without righteousness. The good judgment. Because we have good justice and the good judgment, people feel free, people feel they are liberated, people feel that they are belonging where they are, and so as well as she willing to try his best to get things come to order, but still nobody has really noticed that. I'm happy that it has been brought to us, we need to understand what Willich went through and what he did and how things works and what really uh, has been presented to us. Surely when people can follow what Willich passed through, the kind of people who may listen to me now, as I speak now, they should need justice and judgment. We should go to some people. He just stand in a racist way where people can really enjoy where they are, they can enjoy their life, they can enjoy being in the world. Because the world is a passing place. We are here just for uh, a period. We can't be here permanently. But the bad left behind can really ruin the coming generation. That's why I'm thinking about justice and judgment. Yes, is that people coming behind can be everywhere all of the people who are there before. And we need to have died. And somewhere as I would put it on, Ryan and George died on the streets because nobody could cut his head. So there's a kind of things happening now. You can do the best. And nobody can cut your assistance. You want to cut the stand with you. You go alone and you die like George died. I showed there. And if you can cut up and tip up and take totally and say what's wrong, are we a human being or are we not human being? When one says, God says, created human being is the image which belongs to him, not to any animal, and each and every human being, the human being has stayed in the land poverty, they have to go. Let us come up with a clear mind of having just a judgment in a proper way, where the mind of people should be transformed in the way that can be, in the way that they can really do away with the neocolonialism, which is the heart of the people, the mind which was there before. Surely colonialism, the colonists, they came pretending that they are giving us the word of God. And surely the word of God they only teach in the Bible. The word of God was pure, when was an Israelites. And I live Israelites coming to Rome, coming to England, coming to America, it was destructed. Now they are coming here and they start us more and more, ripping us of our good cultures, of our good following, from our good doing. Now what we are following is something else, which is really demonic. Why demonic? You can't be saying, you must lie, we must lie. These lies are not according to the Bible. The Bible spread everything in a proper way, which is really good and can make people enjoy where they are, be a woman, be a man, be a child, you can enjoy because the Bible really stresses things in the proper way. But because of lack of sitting down and lack of having the position to talk and understand, those who are there is not there to make you see that to go, continue, continue, and it will continue and will reap the, the coming generation. Now, as everyone is trying to fight this kind of colonialism, racism, and genocide in America, I can really thank you, David, 
who will come with finances, somebody finance this, so we can carry out the can have around the table where people can sit and discuss and deliberate what they have in their hearts so that we can come up with a good mind, with a good plan that can rule the people that can really create a good environment which is every human being. All right, we have another panelist on the on the phone lines, Pastor uh, Dewana um, Barlow. Okay, you're on the air. Okay, hallelujah. Okay, this is Pastor Dewana Lynn Barlow from Faith Inspiration, Meeting in the Morning Ministries. And today I want to thank Emmanuel Barbie for inviting me on the show to speak about the Willie Lynch Syndrome. And today, I just couldn't have lived in that time because this was this was a hard situation. Oh, my, my, my. I just couldn't have done it. Um, but anyway, uh, let me, okay. Okay, here we are. Okay, the blood, the blood on the leaves, Christianity, the garden of Jesus, Jesus. That's a Mandela, famous quote, education is the most, Powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Mental slavery is designed to keep the race in a dilemma for too long. Sean Carwell, my father, was the owner of Carwell Construction. So built the wall joined together into the path, therefore, the work for the people and had a mind to work. And this is up from Jeremiah 4, verse 6. One of Israel's great leaders tell firsthand of the proper story of the rebuilding of the ancient. Jerusalem wall after exile. The rebuilding of the great arms reflectly represented the people's renewal of faith, their overcoming of the national shame, and the reform of their conduct. The Williams syndrome was not die for weak minded Negroes who don't know who they are. And that wouldn't be me. <laughs> Uh, Rodney King was beaten down on television. Emma Chip Timothy Lynch. George Floyd was demoralized. He was choked and sprayed upon, and his tongue was hanging out. So, and set, I said they uh, inquired. Well, that, it was just demoralized. Okay, and love is the greatest important commandment. John 15, verse 12. My command is love each other as I love you. Luke 6, verse 31. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. Corinthians 16, verse 14. Um, do everything in love. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times. A brother is born for everything. And the willingness syndrome is a submitted. It's a blameless fashion to keep African Americans in America. And a psychological change was generated for generations. And my questions are, what would cause some, some, someone such as one of the answers a little bit more for people's feelings? What caused the black person to have such little cause regard for themselves? Why would you want to be a slave? Those are my well, uh, I'm going to answer that last question first. Nobody wants to be a slave woman of God. I mean, again, um, our people, you know, our ancestors, you know, they were forced to come to America against their will. So we're the only group of um, people in America that came over here against our will. And we're the ones that build America. And um, America don't want to give... Um, our ancestors credit for that if it wasn't for the um african slaves america would not be uh, where it's at today yeah okay okay what's what's yes what's that second um what another question you asked what would cause such someone such as willingness to have something more for, for people's question um can you just paraphrase that a little bit because it's kind of wishy uh, i don't what would cause someone such as willingness to have something more for people's feelings 
remorse such as willingness to have such little remorse of people's feelings. Oh, he spoke so no. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I, I can answer that part. Um, I would say woman of God because that's how you, it's all about um, controlling somebody. That's what white supremacy is all about. A lot of black people, they want to avoid that stuff. We want to get caught up in Dr. King's um, dream about, you know, um, holding hands and singing Kumbaya. That sounds nice and dandy. But at the end of the day, white supremacy still run, um, you know, the United States of America. And as long as black people live here in the United States of America, um, we as black people are going to be treated as second, third, and fourth class citizens. It doesn't matter how much marching and protesting our people have done. We have been marching and protesting for the past 53 years, begging the financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality. They're not going to give that to us. And also, you know, I, I, I agree that, you know, we should uh, get reparations. But, hey, we've been living in this country now uh, for 400 years. They haven't given us reparations. They don't plan on giving us reparations. But the best way for us to really get reparations is if we work together, come against this Willie Lynch mentality, and separate ourselves from those that want to undermine us. Those are the ones that's off code. That's what I'm trying to do up in my Christian business. You know, uh, right now, uh, my own family members, they're not supportive of what I'm trying to do. They laugh and, you know, try to mock me. It's very um, frustrating and, it, you know, it's get overbearing. And so this is how come, woman of God, I'm trying to do this film project. This is my last attempt to try to help our racial group here in the United States of America. This is a real wake-up call, and it's based. Um, this film is based on my revised book, which is based on my life experience. So, so all I'm trying to do is, you know, um, trying to raise at least, at least two hundred thousand, so that way we can at least do a trailer. I can go to the. Um, a production company and let them know that you know that we're serious about trying to turn this thing into a film so true so true and still woman of god when i look at my um gofundme page because i had it out since uh march of this year i still only see out of 1600 people on my friends list on facebook only three people have donated to our fun um fundraising uh campaign that's not cool at all. And that's not cool. And that's how come I'm doing it this way, because I don't want people to um, think that, oh, you know, this could be a scam. I want people to know where the money is going to be going. It is. And, and, and also, I want our, our people to understand, you know, this is Willie Lynch, too, in real time, because black people will spend or patronize every other racial group except our own especially for doing something positive like what I'm trying to do, but they will support those criminals that selling drugs. So true. All That's so all ridiculous. All it's all ridiculous. All the way now Yeah. So, but all I can do, woman of God, I'm going to keep doing these, um, these virtual conferences until I'm able to raise the capital and be able to turn everything I've written in my revised book into a reality. Because God, he's the one that gave me the vision. He told me to write the vision and make it plain. I can make people buy the book. People got free will. I got my virtual store where I'm selling, um, you know, my t-shirts. I sell um, coffee mugs, um, towels, whatever it takes, you know, trying to generate capital. So that way I can get this... Um, Nonprofit, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, up and running. But I don't have enough capital for that. That's how come now I'm just trying to say, hey, look, I'm going to just go on here and just try to turn this thing into a film. Because unfortunately, a lot of our people don't like to read. But I'm just doing the best that I can, you know. And I'm not running for public office. People say, oh, you should, you know, uh, go around do, doing um, tours to different cities. I'm like, look, I'm. I'm on a shoestring budget, and I'm not getting support from what I'm doing, you know, right now, so that's why I'm online, to, you know, to reach a broad audience, 
And that's how come I created my online groups. So that way people in the group will share my information. And that will help get the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the other question that you have on there? Okay, what caused a black person to have such little regard for themselves? What makes people stoop so low as to put this up in the slavery category? Uh, I, I would say, woman of God, um, that's, this is what the devil wants with that Willie Lynch stuff. So that's, you know, got something to do with um, having, I would say, low self-esteem. And also, with a person that have a Willie Lynch mentality, they don't value life. And those are the um, urban terrorists that's among us, that lives in our community, that they hate black people. They hate themselves, and they don't mind killing another black person. So when I hear about that Black Lives Matters, well, you need to be telling that to those urban terrorists, too, not just the road cops. So true, so true. Yeah. Sometimes the cops, they have that kind of mentality for years and years and years to killing black people. Hold on, woman of God. Uh, what I say about that in my book, I, they really white supremacist road cops. So, you know. Well, that's the truth. Yeah, that's, that's what that all, that's what that all all about and I talk about that too on my show and what I wrote about that uh, in some of my uh, past um, um, podcasts and I have you know actual actually um, you know articles that support that you know a lot of them are on the police force and the police they they already know about that stuff and they turn a blind eye so, look, look at um yeah, but guess what, woman of God? They're not going to do that to no white woman or a white man. No, they, they and they won't do that to no Asian neither. So the reason why black people are being... Yes, now the reason why black people are being targeted like that, again, because we, we live under white supremacy. That's what America was built on even before the Constitution. That's why they brought black, you know, or African slaves over here in the first place to create that um, hierarchy. You know, white is, you know, superior, black is inferior. Wow. Yeah. So I know about all those things. That's why I'm just saying we have to reconnect with our brothers and sisters on the continent. But before we even do that, we have to connect with our brothers and sisters. I would say um, the black immigrants that's already here in the United States. So true. And that's what my next, you know, my next um, virtual uh, conference is going to be about connecting the African American community with the um, black immigrant community. Because I, the reason why they don't want to work with a lot of us is because they see all that negativity. So true, so true. And so, yeah, it's rough. I, like I said, I didn't ask to do this. God, he's the one that put it in my heart to do this. My, I asked the Lord, and I wrote this in my revised book. Bless, I asked him to bless me with a photographic memory because I was trying to become a physician assistant. But the Lord, he, he wanted me to do this calling right here, to start, turn the grassroots community activist movement into a real business. That's what he called me to do. Um, the only thing I'm lacking, again, is the uh, manpower and the financial support. Yeah. So that's why I wrote the book. But, you know, again, black America has been rejecting my vision for the past 30 years. Ain't nothing changed, uh, woman of God, on my end. I, I'm not no, no flip-flopper. You know, I'm not doing this trying to, you know, impress people or just trying to be popular. I, I have my message is what the Lord put in my heart and mind to say to black America. You have two Yes, you have two choices. Either embrace annihilation or embrace survival. Now, those people that's off code, for example, uh, in South Carolina, they uh, re um, voted in, you know, Clyburn. He, you know, he's over the, um, he's part of the um, Congressional Black Caucus. Yeah. That man has been in office for 30 years and he's not doing anything for black people there. Their district is, suffers the most in, from the South. Wow. So that, that's Willie Lynch right there. That is so true. That is so true. That's Willie Lynch. So, and, and uh, so the reason you could be saying too, well, um, how come, you know, um, 
All these bad things are happening to black people. Well, because of that Willie Lynch mess, that's what the devil wants. He wants us to be, you know, against each other. But yet he allows, um, I would say, you know, the Biden administration, they're allowing um, the illegal Latino immigrants to flood, the, you know, the country. Yeah. But yet, you know, those, the, the, you know, the black Asians, when they come over here, they send them back. So, so that's what should be a wake up call for black people right there. Something is wrong with this picture. So we got to learn how to work together. We have to build our businesses and we have to reconnect with uh, Africa. And for as far as I'm concerned, woman of God, this is the most controversial statement that I'm going to make. Is that, you know, if we truly want to um, be free from this mess here in America, we're going to have to, you know, claim dual citizenship in Africa. So and pick our talents and skills there. Uh, my so goodness, because they're the ones, those, um, I would say, yeah, colonizers or, you know, those, you know, the, the imperial, um, financial elites or governments and stuff, they all in Africa. They over there because they want to keep exploiting the, um, you know, the land and stuff. Now you got the Chinese there that's trying to uh, recolonize Africa. So now America... White people are there too. That's what I say. Yeah, white people are there. So they want to compete, you know, uh, America wants to compete with China, you know, in Africa. Who, who controls the resources? But, um... Jesus and every uh, power 
that has been released because of those words into the nations. Because of so long ago, we declare it to be destroyed because of the blood of Jesus Christ. So be encouraged, uh, my brother, and uh, may the Lord use you mightily. And I pray that God will raise up those that will pour um, into what you're doing. And may God give you wisdom like he gave Solomon. And wisdom how to, to, to be able to, to release and be able to um, speak healing to people to the point that they restore and uh, reconcile from those words of death that was released so many years ago. So I encourage you um, to keep on keeping on and always be led by the Spirit of God and may his mantle um, of peace rest upon you. In Jesus' wonderful and holy name, God bless you. And uh, we'll talk another time, but this time, uh, you know, I, I keep my time, but I can't, you know, um, go over that time because I have some other engagements that I have to um, do. But I will say this. I had a young lady who used to cut herself, and we didn't know what was, you know, speaking to her mind. That we know it was the devil, but that would speak to her mind that she would think that she was not worthy uh, enough not to cut herself like that. And uh, we ministered to her so, so good until that woman became a very powerful prophet um, in the nation. So if God can do it for her, of course God can deliver the minds of the people from the, the wicked and evil words that were released so many years ago uh, by those that were against um, um, our color of people. So God bless you and and um and Lord willing another time, okay? God bless you.